now listening to The Fighter Hayabusa Show. Welcome, everyone, to The Fighter Hayabusa Show. I am Mascara de Fuego, accompanied by... This is Gray Puma at Fighter Hayabusa. That's right. So, tonight we're going to do something a little more special. Obviously, let's say, you know, Chupa's not here. She's got a life, and we don't. So, we're going to go ahead and... And go through just a, a few of the key matches f- that are coming up. Um, you know, it's WrestleMania week. And it's the biggest week of the year. Um, so obviously everybody and their baby's daddy has matches um, this weekend in uh, New Orleans. So we're just going to go through the card a little bit. Not the card, but so much as key matches for key days. Um, up until we get to NXT and WrestleMania where we'll go through our our no more spiel and kind of go through those matches more, a little more diligently. But um, it looks like right off the bat, right before we, we went on the air, we got a little bit of news that Low Key was out of the Matt Riddle's Bloodsport, which is on Thursday at 3 p.m., and now Matt Riddle will be taking on Minoru Suzuki. I think that match just got a whole lot better. To me, that's that's bigger than Undertaker showing up Sunday. I, I know that's ridiculous to say, but for me, that's that's that big. It really is, and and people down there in New Orleans are going to have a such a treat. I mean, there's there's so many shows. I mean, I I, I sent Puma the the uh, the list of all the shows and kind of highlighted kind of the key matches that I was looking forward to. And Jesus Christ, this is a lot of fucking shows, man. Yeah, no, I, I, I almost got tired of uh, putting all my favorite matches in bold. That's what I was doing <laughs> uh, prior to you uh, calling. But this just in, uh, a special message from Chupakik. She said, in all caps, Asuka's streak will remain so, unscathed. So that's her big prediction. She's not losing, yes. That's her big that's prediction. the only thing that matters for her. The only thing that matters, well, and is Sonata at WrestleMania weekend. Which I haven't seen his name, so. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> and then uh, it's funny on Twitter, Bushu's in Miami for some reason. He must be on vacation. Oh, weird. Yeah. Well, you know, his buddies are on the card, so maybe he's just coming out to fucking hang out. It's not too far from New Orleans. I don't know. What's saying? So, so that's probably the biggest match for the Matt Riddle's Bloodsport. Um, at 6 p.m. that day, on Thursday, the the match that I was kind I kind of highlighted for myself was Buddy Murphy and Leo Rush in the UK Invitational Tournament. Um, I gotta say, man, Buddy Murphy's been fucking stepping up. Like he's been so dope on Two Hundred Five Live lately. Like that match that he had uh, last night with Kalisto was, was no, that was perfection. Honestly, that was perfection. And uh, you know they could have done without the uh, the apron spot, right? And and it still would have been great to me. Um, he's doing the perfect mix of just a very stiff style, and uh, but then also with they mixed everything in that match. You had lucha, you had quote unquote strong style. Um, he got really stiff. He was doing strikes, but it wasn't like a typical New Japan Junior strikes. It was like. Like boxing, almost. Yeah. Like you, you heard the thuds when you hit him. It, it was interesting. For me, it was interesting that they, that on Twitter they they'd put up the the one angle of that of that spot on the apron 
which looked fucked up. Like, holy shit, like, he killed this dude. Where the WWE and on the network, they tend to have shot, like, from the other angle. So we kind of got, like, the... the when, I, when I saw it on Twitter, I saw it from, like, the right-hand side where the WWE played it on the left-hand side, which didn't look as devastating. I think they should have gone with the right-hand side because that thing looked fucking crazy. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So, so basically what's happening at the Access, and I'll, and I'll touch upon this right now, because um, this th- that match is actually happening in the UK Invitational Tournament. What they're doing at Access is having like these mini tournaments for UK, the uh, NXT North American title, the UK title, and the tag the NXT Tag Team title, and it all culminates on that last day on Sunday, um, which is kind of cool. So, you know, they're, they're, they've kind of stepped up their game with with access um it's kind of cool that they're kind of realizing that they need to step up their match game at access considering all the other matches that are going on during wrestlemania weekend well gosh the fact that they got walter and keith lee is like such a get for them well and and, and uh and on that same card matches yeah and well and on that same card before we get to walter and keith lee they're doing keith lee and cash Ono. that's amazing that's crazy. And that, that, I'm pretty. Has that happened before? In Evolve, maybe? I don't know. Maybe not. I'm it doesn't, not sure. It doesn't ring a bell for me, but it, I mean, it might have. But holy shit, like this under the WWE umbrella is going to be dope. Like they might. I don't know what kind of crowd they'll get at Access, but I'm hoping that they'll have some heads there that'll, you know, give this match some love because that's pretty dope. It really is. Um, and then they have Jason Kincaid versus Fabian Aigner. Yep. Um, good for Jason Kincaid for, for getting his WWE opportunity, if this is one, I guess. But good for him. Uh, and then Bianca Belair versus Kyrie Sane. Yep. That's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean, my eye is definitely on all those tournaments. Um, there's really some interesting matchups later on down the line. Yeah. It's... Depending on who wins Saturday. Yeah. Um... And so that same day, let's see, Evolve is putting on their uh, 102 show, and the match that I highlighted there was Matt Riddle versus Zack Sabre Jr. Um, for the Evolve title. You know, it's funny, that just happened at uh, the last PWG show, and uh, the match was really good, but it, it seemed like they were uh, purposely not trying to go the extra gear, and maybe they are going to do that for this card but it was a good match don't I get can me see wrong that that makes sense also on that card i don't know if you noticed but uh you have uh your your favorite djz on that card um, <laughs> yeah and that'll be interesting in how he uh gels with austin theory um you know it's djz so and good for him for uh coming back considering all he's been through as far as his injuries are concerned. So uh, it's just good to see him getting uh, some bookings for WrestleMania weekend. Um, Keith Lee versus Darby Allen is going to be brutal. Just thinking about the punishment Darby Allen's going to take. Um, and I want to know, uh, what's up with Will Ospreay? He's going against AR Fox. It's like... Let's hope that's still happening. <laughs> is he going to go 100, or is he going to be nursing some things? Um because they said he's cleared to go for WrestleMania weekend. I just don't want him to uh, go all out. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he probably will. He seems that you know he's still young, and 
you know how it is, man. You know, fools want to burn bright. So I totally get that. But I really hope he, uh, you know. Paces himself. Yeah. Paces it down just a notch. You know, maybe not do uh, so many head-first apron spots, you know? Especially because, you you know, it's not the only match he's doing that weekend. So he's going to need to pace himself. I think he's doing almost as many as Penta. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think (laughs) Penta might be the marathon man, him and and Phoenix. Um, And then, you know... Sekimoto and Sawa versus uh, Rim, Rim Camp. Those are like dream matches. So uh, the hardcore wrestling fans are in for a treat. And it's a shame that these Evolve shows haven't sold out because of, I don't know, marketing, cool factor, I have no idea. But on paper, these shows look amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, I feel like if, if we were down there, that would be definitely one of the shows we'd be going to. Uh, I'm, I'm committing to next year. I'm just saying. Uh, as, as am I. I've already I've already sprinkled the uh spr- sprinkled it and already uh, had mentioned that uh that uh Uncle Puma wants to go to to WrestleMania weekend next year so the word's already been put out. <laughs> well, hey, New York, you know what I mean? Just tell the girls, "Hey, we'll go to New York next year. <laughs> That'll be our summer vacation." I'm I'm telling you right now, like we're going to have to pad that weekend a little bit because you know me, I'm going to want to shoot New York City even like oh, outside gosh. of WrestleMania weekend, so I misspoke. I meant spring break vacation, spring, not uh, spring summer break. vacation. But uh, right, well, and, and it's funny because they're off. They've been off the last two week, two weeks. So yeah, this would totally line up. I'm just saying. So um, you know, after that, you, you got a bunch of other cards. Um, WrestleCon is at 9:30 p.m. Now, this one I I highlighted a bunch of matches because you have the young, the Golden Lovers taking on Chucky T. Chucky T. And a player to be named later, um, Tomohiro Ishii against Jeff Cobb, Joy Gen- Joy Janela against Penta. So there's a I, lot of key I matches. I highlighted there. the whole uh, the whole card. I highlighted all the matches underneath that. I think I'm I'm intrigued by all of them. Yeah, yeah. Those all I want. I I'd like to see all of those matches. Honestly, um, right. Um, just for moments though, I just want to see how Omega uh, interacts with Chuck Taylor. And then uh, we saw flashes of Ishii and Jeff Cobb during the World Tag League mm-hmm. in New Japan. And then, geez, man, Joey Janela and Penta OM. I just, I just want to hear them talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Just shit talk each other. Yeah, it's like two really strong characters going face to face. So, so after that, we have. I mean, there. I mean, there's a Beyond Wrestling show, and then the next day, there's a Progress show. The Crash, and then Evolve 103, which has Walter and Darby Allen, and then another match, uh, a triple threat that looks like DJ Z's in. Um, any other matches th- from those that stand out for you specifically? Well, actually, I think uh, we didn't mention the Beyond uh, Wrestling. Oh, card. right. That's right. It's taking place uh, close to midnight. Almost at midnight. On Thursday. And... Uh, that has George and oh, that has Janelope going against uh, Orange Cassidy and uh, Session Moth Martino, and and really, I just want to see George Janela and Session Moth interact. <laughs> if if there's a moment where either of them grind on each other, I, I think that's a win-win for uh, for everybody involved, especially the crowd. It's a lot of a lot of mixed matches uh, on this card. I mean, Matt yeah, Riddle and like, Diana Perrazzo. That's like a Twitter wet dream, honestly. Jesus Christ. Man, 
It, well, hopefully all these all these places are close to each other because Jesus. I know it. Um, no, really, this is the the Coachella of wrestling. It really it's like is. You went, oh, I love that band. Oh, wait, that band's playing at one. Oh, wait, that band's playing at one forty-five. It's like, so you were literally going for like two songs and then and, walking across the field. It's and it's funny because cool. I feel like this year more than ever, like it, it's it's that feeling where like missing a show, you're you're gonna miss something dope. Like, yeah, and then you know, and in return, you'll see something dope. So it's 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 you got to pick your battles, I guess. Yeah. Um. All right, on to Saturday. So then Saturday, there's a progress show. Um. It looks like the usual players. Um. The one that I did highlight was at noon. Was at the crash, which was Ray Phoenix Flamita against uh, Rich Swan. So obviously, Rich Swan, you know, making a making his uh his uh debut here because i don't think he's in uh, any other matches up until the crash here yeah i guess it's the start of his uh post wwe career so good for him i guess um and then you know across the way you have the progress show and that has a pete dunn uh three-way with uh flash mark and webster and mark andrews and all three of those guys could go. I, I'm a fan of all three, and so that that match should burn. Yeah, they should tear it up definitely. Um, and then the crash card: uh, Ray Horus versus Flip Gordon versus Laredo Kid in the three way. Um, you know, I really think it's a treat to see Ray Hor- uh, Ray Hortus. And then uh, there's the um, Rascals tag team versus Bandito and Black Boy versus uh, is that OVE? Yeah. Um, I can't say enough about their uh, their tag team match at uh, PWG. So uh, I'm a fan okay. of Desmond Xavier and Exa- uh, Zachary Wentz. So then at 4 o'clock, then that's when we get the Evolve 103, which has Walter versus Darby Allen, AR Fox versus DJZ versus Tracy Williams versus Jason Kincaid. That sounds like a decent match. And then Jaka versus Minonori Sawa. Yep. So, yeah, again, more wrestling. And it's either you go see that or you go to see Rev Pro, which, which has Zach Sabre Jr. versus yeah. Ishii. And it's like, oh, man. And then, you know, it's Suzuki versus Jeff Cobb. Yeah, it's I, like, I, I feel like I, I would go to this card. Yeah, I would go to the Rev Pro card. Sorry, Gabe, but um, but this card looks dope. I I'm just more familiar with the people on Rev Pro than I am on uh, Evolve. Yeah, as much as I love DJZ and, and Darby Allen. <laughs> <laughs> now at five o'clock, uh, WWE Access. I highlighted Peyton Royce versus Candice LeRae. I thought that would be a pretty good match. Yeah, which like deserves to be on TV, which deserves to be on tape somewhere. So. Yeah, I really hope that. I mean, they're gonna have footage, and maybe they'll just put together specials later on. I hope so. I hope you're right because, because uh, there's a yeah. lot of solid matchups going on at WWE Access. Yeah, TM61 versus Lorcan and Birch. That's fantastic. And Which then, I, I uh, love Utami that versus team. Wolfgang. Yep. You know, that's that's really great. And I feel like Lince Dorado and Ra- Raul Mendoza will be good too. Um. Yeah. 
And then uh, at 8 o'clock that night, that's when we have the Hall of Fame, which, you know, obviously we have Bill Goldberg, the Dudley Boys, Ivory, Jeff Jarrett, um, uh, J.J. Robertson, who's getting the Warrior Award, Hillbilly Jim, Mark Henry, and Kid Rock. Um, <laughs> and then at the, the same time, you have uh, the WWN show with, um, I mean, there's a lot of matches there, too. I mean... Oh, ZSJ versus uh, Muni Norisawa is, yeah, that's everything. And uh, well, it's interesting because I just uh, watched Daniel Bryanson. I mean, Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. The WWE um, machine. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that was one of the best matches I've ever seen. What can I say? So. And then I remember Zack Sabre Jr. saying, oh, yeah. And he was joking around on Twitter. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm just a Dan O'Brien tribute act. And just to see him get his turn with Sawa, I want to know how he's going to do, which I think he's going to do great. Yeah, absolutely. At uh, 9 o'clock, this one's an interesting show for me. I don't know if I'd go to see it, but it's interesting to me, which is the Impact Wrestling versus Lucha Underground show. Which has a lot of like, you know, Impact versus Lucha Underground matches. Um, I don't know. It's the first time that you're seeing, or you know, it's a rare time that you're seeing Lucha Underground outside of quote unquote the temple. So I don't know. I don't know how that translates, but they got a lot of uh, a lot of versus matches here. Yeah, well, it's it's like on paper, considering the talent. Yeah, this should be like close to sold out. I mean, if they had any of their wrestlers, if they had half the marketing savvy of, let's say, Joey Janela, this show would probably be sold out. But it's like zero effort as far as promotion is going into this card. And it's like they're just relying on, hey, here's the card, here are the names. But you got to hustle and you got to get things out there. And uh, yeah, I can't say enough about Joey Janela's marketing ability. Yeah. which, which like, that show is like right before, you know, it's sandwiched between the WWN show and then the Joey Janela Spring Break 2, which... Yeah, but yeah, with the venue across the way. So it's like, you're missing something. Uh, I'm, I'm betting most people are just going to stay at the uh, convention center instead of going across town to the Sugar Mill. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would. <laughs> Yeah, I would just stay put. But uh, yeah, they get to see uh, the Lucha Brothers split up going against each other in that tag match. Um, you got a DJZ tag. You get to see Cuerno. Um, pretty awesome. Yeah. And then, and then, and then almost at midnight, you get Joey Janela's Spring Break 2, which the main event sees Joey Janela taking on the Great Sasuke, which I... I mean, Holy shit. I highlighted the whole card. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I would love to see this show. For me, I highlighted the whole card, not necessarily for, like, five-star ability, but more for just interesting as hell. Matchups. Just the matchups are like, oh, my gosh. I just want to see that. Whether it's good to great or maybe even horrible, I don't care. I just want to see it. So, yeah, you have Janela versus Great Sasuke, who... They, um, that promo 
that they've just uh, released today on Twitter is probably one of the greatest things ever. I haven't even so seen simple. that one yet. Yeah, it's literally Joey Janela drinking a beer at a restaurant. <laughs> and then uh, Great Sasuke comes up with another beer, and he sits next to him at a bar. And they just look at each other, and then they, uh, they just do cheers. Fuck. They clink each other with their beers, and then they don't even talk. And then it ends. How genius is that? I, I, I'm wondering if this is all his like mastermind because so far the, the the videos building up to this show have been fucking dope. I, I honestly, you just feel passion. You know, it, I get the same feeling when we watch uh, BTE. Okay. You just get a sense of passion. Yep. And I think that energy just flows through. Yep. And and that's usually the greatest art, right? Yep. So, um, yeah, and then the whole card, Quackenbush versus David Starr, uh, Walter versus PCO, um, Penta versus Nick Gage, who just comes off scary as fuck in his promos. And so I just want to see them go at it. Yeah. And then uh, how they're building Riddle versus Ellsworth is... I'm so intrigued by that <laughs> match. So great. I'm so intrigued by that match. <laughs> and didn't Riddle play it perfectly? He's like, do I have to fucking... <laughs> Russell him like what the fuck like all insulted and shit like yeah yeah so I, he did that perfectly I'm so intrigued by that card I really want to see that um so then yeah the next day we have another WWE access you know with the tournaments continuing then, okay so I was gonna ask you yep what do you think for each tournament uh who you want to see face the champion so for the United Kingdom tournament um, you know i would love to see leo rush go yeah but it's probably going to be buddy murphy what do you think um you know either one of those guys honestly i would love to see i'm going to see if i can pull up the um the tournament matches here because they're not going to didn't mark andrews already uh lose to pete dunn in a in a um uh, on defense? nxt or something yeah i feel like that already yeah. happened um, let me see here. I'm getting the brackets. So the the one that came up first was the, the North American title. This one's intriguing because you know, I mean, and we'll get there because we you know we'll, we'll get to the NXT show in regards to who's winning that. But I mean, they got a lot of good people in that tournament too. I mean, you know, you can go with to- Tozawa, you can go with the Tommy, you can go with Wolfgang. You know, I mean, I know. I'm not a fan of his, but you can go with Dijak. Um, I mean, it, it's it's very interesting. And I like Fabian Aikner, too. Yeah. Let's see here. That's the tag team one. Um, but, yeah, I, I would probably go with... I mean, I, I would like to see what kind of match Leo Rush and Pete Dunne would have. Right. Well, gosh, I want to see Pete Dunne against the Luchador. So, yeah. Lince Dorado or Raul Mendoza. Who he's been so good about um, making his opponents look good on NXT. Raul Mendoza, he, yeah. he's been great. Yeah, yeah. Even I mean it's, they... it's been a, a shame that he's been kind of uh, a little more as a utility guy than yeah. uh, than a focus guy. But you know, I, I think that'll change. Because um, I, I really feel the crowd gets behind him. Yeah. So so, and I don't think they'll do Mark Andrews. No, I mean they could, but I like you said, we've seen it before. So why go to that well unless you're just doing a filler match? Since that's the only champion essentially that's already 
established for the tournament because all the other tournament matches you really don't have you really don't know who you're putting in those matches because you, the tag team one is up at the tag team title is up at the NXT show as well as the North American title as is the uh, women's title. So those are kind of, you know, uh, shifting variables where you know you're going to get Pete Dunne because he's in the tag team match at uh, at the NXT but, show. Yeah, we also forgot uh, Drew Gulak. He's using that upper oh, bracket yeah. over there. It's like, oh gosh, him and Pete Dunne would be amazing. That's, that's true. That's that's another reason why, like you were saying, I really hope that they end up putting these on the fucking on the network because I really want to see this shit. You know. Um, yeah. So yeah, on Saturday we uh, in the morning we have you know the the access tournaments continue, and then at eleven a.m. Uh, Pro Wrestling Revolver um, has their Pancakes and Pile Drivers show. Um, I know it's an interesting match with uh, Penta and Phoenix against Teddy Hart and Jack Evans. I think that'll be uh that'll be good. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I'm I'm going backwards to the tournament, so we didn't cover the woman or the tag team. Oh yeah, let's go back to those. Sorry about that. No, I'm sorry. Um so for the woman I'm I'm it's a conundrum because it's like, gosh, you have Nikki Cross possibly facing Dakota Kai in the next in the semifinals. And on the other side you could possibly see Kyrie Sane versus Candice LeRae or Peyton Rose Royce. I don't. I can't choose between any of them. I mean, my girl would be Nikki Cross for this whole thing. Uh huh. But like, I'd be happy with any of them. But Nikki Cross taking on who though? Uh, I don't know. Because you it, know, I, I. I mean, we're we're, we're, we're still to get times there. Times up for Ember Moon. We'll get there. We'll get there. But I. <laughs> you know, I I I think. Uh, yeah, we'll get there because I, my gut says that the time's up. <laughs> well, yeah, and then and then I I still think Nikki Cross needs to get hers as well. Let's see here. Yeah, I mean you got Nikki Cross. Um, I mean there's Dakota Kai, like you said, Peyton Royce, um, Kari Sane is taking on Bianca Blair. I mean I feel like of all the tournament mat like tournaments, I feel like this one has the the better brackets. I, I feel like all these matches are going to be dope. Um, not that the other ones aren't, but I feel like that one's going to be really good. So I'm reading this as all the finals are going to be part of the NXT card. No, all the all or the finals, these... all the finals are going to be on the last day of access, which is um, that Sunday before WrestleMania. No, but so the finals. No, the championship matches are going to be on Sunday. But I'm reading the finals on the brackets. It says 8 to 10 p.m. So there's, they don't go that late, accesses. So I'm thinking these are going to be on the NXT pay-per-view. I don't know. I, I, when, I, when I pulled up the, the, the show, um, I, mean, it may, I mean, there's only one, two, three, four, five matches on NXT. So you might be on to something. Because there's only five matches on that show, and they could definitely add a few more. I mean, they wouldn't do um, access that late, would they? I don't know. They might. I mean, because you know they're they're <laughs> they're kind of catching on to to the vibe of of what's going on nowadays for no. you know Wrestle Weekend, WrestleMania weekend. So they might be you know trying to keep fools there at access just to keep them from going to all these other shows. 
you keep the money in our economy. You don't go outside. You, 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 ah, I get it. You know, it's that abusive boyfriend mentality. <laughs> he loves me. I'm going to stay here. You stay. Um, exactly. Uh, and then what about the tag teams? Uh, tag teams. Let's see. We have, where did I see that one? There we go. So we have uh, Mustache Mountain taking on uh, Tino Sabatelli and Riddick Moss. The Street Profits taking on Cesar Bonani and Adrian. I'm not even trying to say his last name. Bononi. Yeah. And then uh, Sanity versus the Forgotten Sons. And TM61 taking on uh, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Uh, well, I, I'm just going to say it now. If Mustache Mount, Mountain faces the Street Profits, there better be some sort of dance-off or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's a guarantee. And, and then do you do you let Tyler Bate get a drink? Yeah. From the Black well, Cup? Well, yeah. You, you got to hit the fucking Black Solo club, Cup. You got to do that. And then definitely Trent Seven. You know Trent Seven will get down. There's no <laughs> doubt in my mind. I, I want to see that match now. Um, so the finals, I would love to see Lorcan and Birch versus uh, Mustache Mountain. Um, I'd go that route as well. And as much as Mustache Mountain is probably going to take it all, um, I want to see Lorcan and Birch get their due, man. Like it's a good they're team. So good. It's a good team, and I'm hoping that as as time goes by, they kind of emphasize them a little bit more because I like that team. I like those two dudes, and I think they're solid. And I I love their singles matches, and I love them together. Yeah, that's like uh, they're so good. That's what wrestling is to me. Fucking sign me up. All right, so let's see what else. Where did we leave off here? So, looks like uh, progress. Uh, let's see, Progressing Revolver, Progress at Noon. Um, which Hall looks, of Fame. Uh, let's go to the. So let's see. Okay, so we're on Saturday. Saturday. We did the Pro Wrestling Revolver, Revolver, Pancakes and Pile Drivers. Yep. And then uh, across town is Progress. You got Walter versus Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, Chris Brooks versus Ray Hordos. Um, I'm excited for that. I'm just a mark for Ray Hordos. So that'll be good. Good for those fans. And then Walter versus ESJ. That was at uh, PWG last year. And uh, we, they it, tore the house down. I want to say, and I hate mentioning stars on the in our on our podcast but i think he got five stars i mean from the man yeah, so um, I, I, that's a that seems like a pretty solid matchup this is just uh another chapter yeah let's see uh, Twelve thirty. ring of honor has a festival um but not really their big show yet right um right it's just their uh their version of access Okay, then... I do want to know what an internet, an intimate afternoon with Dalton Castle is going to be like. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Mood lighting and fucking mimosas and shit. Exactly. Um, it's funny. To me, the, the one card that's a little odd man out to me is, is Combat Zone Wrestling. C CCW being down there, but they got a show down there at 3 o'clock with uh, Sammy Callahan and Joni Janela. They have all the right names. Yeah. I'm just kind of over that fucking clusterfuck kind of, you know, wrestling match. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think they've toned it down a bit. I mean, since Sammy has taken over the booking, right? I think I'm hoping that's so. his deal now. Um, but yeah, promotion wise, you know, you just don't hear from them anymore. Yeah. And then at four o'clock, we got the Shimmer Show. Um, Tony Storm's on that show. Mercedes Martinez is on that show. Uh, Tessa Blanchard. Um, I like how you hid your. Uh, your enthusiasm for Tony Storm in the way you said her name. <laughs> you try to say it straight, but uh, but I meant you can tell there's still some excitement. But I meant fucking Tony Storm. God <laughs> damn it! <laughs> Shucky ducky quack quack. Fucking quack quack quack. And then at six o'clock on Access, uh, we get fucking Cassius Owner versus Walter. Oh man. That's amazing. That's, I mean, fuck for that guy being on on their radar, man. Like, I it's with this guy doing basically two matches under their radar. I feel like it's a matter of time before that dude actually signs. Well, you already know that uh, Cash Osano was like, or Chris Hero was like, "Hey, can I wrestle these guys? I really want to wrestle these guys. Let's, Please, let's just do it at, at an access and and throw money at them and." I think that's amazing. Fucking sprinkle a little money. Fucking let me wrestle these dudes, and you can fucking do whatever you want with the footage. Yeah, it's you know I'll jar I'll I'll uh, lose to Lars again. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I'll do whatever you want. I'll put Velveteen over again. I don't care. Just let me wrestle Walter and Keith Lee. All right. And then that's amazing. Se- so at seven thirty, we have the ROH Supercard of Honor, which obviously has the main event of Cody. Versus Kenny Omega for the quote-unquote leadership of the Bullet Club. Um, also, you got Dalton Castle versus Marty Skrull for the ROH title. SoCal Uncensored putting up the six-man tag team titles against the Young Bucks and Flip Gordon in a ladder match. Tomohiro Ishii against Punishment Martinez. Hangman Page taking on Kota Ibushi. The Briscoes versus Tanahashi and Lethal. That seems like a pretty decent show as well. That's a great show. Um, I'm. I really want to see uh, Ishii versus Punishment Martinez. He um, doesn't have a lot of fanfare, it seems, as far as Punishment Martinez is concerned. Yeah. But he's really good. Like his matches have always been solid to me. And him going against Ishii, I, I think that's going to be really interesting to see. And then for me, um, I mean, we all know Omega versus Cody. Is going to be arguably the match of the weekend, but I, you know, I really want to know like what's going to happen with Castle versus um, Squirrel. I like both, but you know, I like Dalton Castle just a little bit more, so I'm pulling for him. Yeah, I, I think it might be a little, and I think we we spoke about this last time. I think it's a little too early to flip this title. I think it'll be a dope match, but I think they'll keep it on Dalton Castle. Um, in regards to Kenny and Cody, do you see a definitive a definitive victory out of that match, or do you see a clusterfuck and we get no no answers? Oh man, I I really think it's a uh, it's WrestleMania weekend, so that needs to have a definitive finish. Okay, and it doesn't have to be like you know, no one's getting squashed. I, I think both men are going to end up looking amazing in that match 
you know, they're both good enough where they're going to elevate each other, even though you don't think that they could even be elevated even more. But they're adding to each other's legacy. Win or lose. Who do you go with? I think you go with Omega. Uh, Cody's already, he's over the moon. So, you know, you give Kenny Omega a win on U.S. soil. You know, just build them up. Right, I mean, so if I was New Japan, that that needs to happen as well. Yeah. Plus, I, they gave Cody the win at uh, Sakura. So. Right. Right. Uh, let's see. Let's move on here. At eight o'clock, you have a WWN style battle show. Um, you know, you're seeing a lot of a lot of repeat names like Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, um, Darby Allen. You know, a lot of these guys are, are are making cash this weekend by by hitting multiple shows for sure. Um, yeah, this is the this is the show that you want to go to if if you want to just see newer talent because there's some uh, names lower down the card that you know this may be their only opportunity to shine this weekend. So you want to see new talent? I would go to this show. Yeah, and then you have which I'm always intrigued by, but the Kaiju Big Battle. Um, I've never seen one of these shows in person, but one day. Man, you never know. You never know if if uh, Cody Ibushi is going to be underneath uh, some cube monster <laughs> suit. Now, you know what I mean. So, which is funny because you just said you know a lot of newer names at the WWN Style Battle Show, but you know a few hours later you get the House of Hardcore, and that's a lot of names like a lot of old school names. Yeah. No, you know what, sir? Well done on that segue. I like that. <laughs> Very smart. Very smart. You know, I mean, but it's funny. You have classic names, but then you have Luchasaurus. But yeah, then you have Luchasaurus. <laughs> but then you got the Rock and Roll uh, Express, and you know, Tommy Dreamer. And then, and then you have a uh, you know the SoCal Best Kept Secret and Willie Mack. And fucking Willie Mack, who always kills it, dude. Yeah. He always kills it. He makes uh, Lucha Boom shows worth going to. Honestly, that and uh, that and Lucha Underground, right. So then we move on to Sunday, which has the the finals that we we've kind of already covered of the UK tournament, the North American tournament, the um, the uh, NXT tag team uh, tournament. Plus, we get a WWN championship match, a Progress uh, World title match, tag team title match, and women women's title match. So if there's any day that you should be going to access, it should be Sunday. You know what? Honestly, I think this is a brilliant stroke by the WWE in, in really seeing who's a professional and who's not. Yeah. And they're booking all these indie talents for 8 a.m. in the morning. And so they're really finding out, okay, which one of you fools is going to party Saturday night <laughs> and come to work shit-faced and give a half-assed performance, and which one of you is actually going to be smart and go to bed early, possibly train, yeah, wake up seven o'clock to be at these shows. And, and the, no, this is professionalism at its highest point, right here. Yeah, because that's a lot. Of, I mean, this is a fucking. I mean, you, you start doing the math on on these matches here for this this here, and you you got a pretty competitive access to a lot of these other shows. I mean, well, this is 
this is probably the greatest WWE access ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Seriously, I mean, even if you even if you're going for uh, you know a VIP signings, you got Ric Flair and Sting and Daniel Bryan on top of those fucking matches. So if you're into yeah. you know the the VIP signings and seeing these matches, like you're getting a pretty fucking sweet deal on Sunday eight at eight o'clock in the morning. Seriously, I, I think this uh, this almost beats our. Uh... Our access that we want. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred. No, I don't know, man. We we saw Ryback. Shit. <laughs> we saw the Nexus. Look, um, man. All I can say is that access that we went to. I got a picture of Rusev with that Xavier sign, and that's been the fucking staple of my street photography from like, as like a, you know, like my uh, my calling card, if you will. So I can't shit hilarious. on it. <laughs> and then we got we, we saw NXT Juice and. Uh, yep. And Ty, um, Bo, Tyler, I mean, yeah, it's pretty awesome. All right, so then we start getting into the nitty gritty of things now. So we're going to go a little more match by match as we're going to go into the matches that are uh, so far announced for NXT New Orleans. So right off the bat, it's the uh, NXT Tag Team Championship match and Dusty Rhodes Classic Final with the champions Undisputed Era. Um, taking on AOP versus uh, Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. Um, obviously, I think we're going to get Adam Cole doing double duty on this show because I know that uh, that uh, Bo- uh, Bobby Fish is, is out, but we're getting a three-way for the tag team matches. I'm going with Strong and Dunne on this one. What do you feel is going to... Um, who's, who's taking this match? I'm honestly happy with anybody. Okay. Um... I think Undisputed Era is going to keep it. Really? As much as I want Strong and Dunn to win. Um, yeah, I think they're keep it on Undisputed Era. Even with Bobby Fish being out and, and having uh, Adam Cole doing double duty, you think he'll they'll still keep it on those guys? Yeah, just to keep the name strong. Okay. The faction strong. All right, so up next... I'm just talking to be contrarian, honestly. God damn it. That's what he's... <laughs> he's just trying to be argumentative. <laughs> It's 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 a boring podcast. If we agree. <laughs> so, in uh, who do you have in the unsanctioned match? Um, I mean, I, f- I feel like it's kind of a given that Gargano heart says Champa, but brain says Gargano. Oh, yeah. I just like Champa more. Right, me too. Um, I, I I feel like they're going to give it to Gargano only because I think the stipulation was that if he wins, he gets rehired again, um, which is interesting because we're getting. Basically the same stip for that match, and then with the uh, Owens and Zayn match, that if they win, they get rehired. But uh, I think that match will be really fucking good. Um, I don't know if it'll steal the show, but it'll be really good. You know what? That's the thing about this whole card, is that I'm invested in the whole card. Yeah. Like, every match I want to see. Um, and every match could be match of the night. Yeah. You know? So then after that, we have the uh, NXT Women's Championship match with Ember Moon uh, taking on Shayna Baszler once again. Do you feel like they're flipping the title, or are you just going to keep it on Ember Moon? Uh, you know me, dude. I'm an Ember Moon, Mark. I, I, I still think she needs a chance to uh, to explore her character more. Maybe a loss is a way for her to go deeper into her character and, and figure it out, but... Um... I don't mind her as champion. I really don't. I like her matches. I think her matches have been great. And that's what you get with Ember Moon as champion is that you're going to get great matches, which is what they should be. Um, 
And Shayna Baszler, uh, you know, I like her, but I, I like Ember Moon more. What about you? I know you like Shayna Baszler a lot. I like Shayna Baszler a lot. Um, to me, I, I although I, I, I enjoy Ember Moon's matches, I've been underwhelmed with this championship push of hers. So, I don't know, lately she's been feeling more like a sting to me, who's always better in the chase than as a champion. So, I, I think... I'd go with Baszler in this one with Ember Moon, you know, continuing to chase for the title um, after that. She's just like Sting to me. She's like a female Sting to me right now where she's a better contender right. than she is a champion. Um, and, but uh, gosh, you think about their women's division. I mean, you thought they were, uh, it was a little shallow when everybody got moved up, but it's like now it's, it's really deep again, from Kyrie to uh, Candice LeRae to, to Nikki. Iconic. Oh, gosh. It's yeah. loaded. Yeah, as much as they lost a lot of guy, a lot of women, you know, I, they've they've replenished. And, you know, I think having the uh, Mae Young Classic really helped, you know, replenish that uh, that roster again. Now, uh, did, you get a, did you get a chance to look at the, uh, the North American Championship belt? Yeah, man, that's that's a pretty belt. Uh, I don't want to compare it to the New Japan U.S. title, but um, it's right there. It's, it's pretty, man. It's, to me, it's a it's a throwback title. Like the design is simple, but still like elegant. Like you know I me, mean? I I love looking at belts. I fucking love you know when they decide to like you know either incorporate a new championship or or say that they're going to update a championship. I fucking love belts. So I was very intrigued to see what this one would look like, and I'm really glad that it looks different from the NXT Championship, from the Women's Championship to the NXT Tag Team Championships. I love yeah, that it looks I'm different. Glad, I'm glad it's not the, uh, the WWE symbol etched into like the shape of North America. You Which, know what I mean? <laughs> look, it could have been, man. It could have fucking been. But um, and it leaves a bad taste in my mouth when you when you look at the. Uh, the main rosters titles. It's like you look at those WWE championships and it's like, Oh man, really? Yeah. You know, you know it's, it's, they, they could have done something special with the universal title, but you know, it, look, you change the strap and it's the WWE title. So, you know, they, they really didn't do shit for, you know, d- differentiating that title, but I love it. I love this title. I think it looks dope. I, it's a throwback to me. Um, you know, it's got a lot of like, old elements to it even even just the the uh the uh the color of the leather that they went with like i love that shit to me to me that's dope so so in that match you have adam cole taking on the velveteen dream killian dane lars sullivan ricochet and ec3 i think we're we're pretty much going to agree who we are hoping wins that match yeah we you want to see ricochet win at least i know i do but then I almost feel like the crowd's going to be rooting for Velveteen Dream. I, I really feel like that's the people's champion right now. <clears throat> yeah. As as trendy as the Ricochet pick is. I don't know. You know what I mean? Because Velveteen Dream has been awesome. Or they can piss everybody the past off. six months. They can really piss somebody off and just put it on EC3 as well. Yeah, you know, I you know, I I get his appeal, but it's like I hope not. I I mean honestly, I'm happy with if anybody 
one out of all six, but he'd be my least favorite. I I think my dark horse would be Lars Sullivan, but I'd kind of like to see it on him too. I kind of like that dude. He's just got an old, old school kind of like build and fucking character and his moveset. Like, it's very throwback to me. Oh, yeah. And then uh, who said it? I think it might have been Morrow. He called him a Jack Kirby drawing that came to life. <laughs> he and really I think is. That's so accurate. Either Morrow said it or, or I said it. I don't know. I don't want to give myself credit. Maybe I just read it on Twitter. Who knows? But it's it's so perfect. Because it really does look that way. Yeah. I have a feeling this match steals steals the show. It might steal the weekend, honestly. You yeah. never know. I just hope Ricochet doesn't uh, go full uh, full Osprey and do some crazy shit. Yeah. He... Don't break your neck, man. Please don't. Exactly. And so the main event of that, that, that show is... Uh, uh, Andrade Cien Almas against uh, Alistair Black for the NXT Championship. I think it's time to flip it. I think I think they'll put it on Alistair Black. Um, you know, you, you, it it it's gonna have a big fight feel. I kind of like what they've been doing with building up the match, but I think I think it's time to let Alistair Black shine with the belt. So is this a program though? Do you think this is uh, the first match of many? Or what do you do with Almas after this? I I I'm, hmm. <laughs> I mean because I still like Almas as the champion. Honestly, as much as you I know do. me, I'm I'm a huge Alistair Black fan. But I do, and yeah. I, and I think that adding Zelina Vega was 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 pivotal to 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 his character and his career. Um, but honestly, you know that that tandem there, you know they're doing a superstar shakeup. Shortly after WrestleMania, so it would not surprise me if Almas gets moved up with Zelina Vega. Yeah, and he seemed to get a really great reaction at the Royal Rumble, right? So, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I uh, it'll be bittersweet, honestly, for me yeah. either way. Because then you know, if Black loses, then what do you do with him? And then also, he's he's teasing finding his inner devil or inner demon, and it's like, well, does he do? Is he ever going to use his face paint? In the WWE, I don't know. I don't know if he'll go uh, that route. It's it's ill. He looks crazy in it, and um, it's nightmarish. But I don't know. I think it's it's. I don't know if it's <laughs> if it's too hardcore for the <laughs> WWE universe, honestly. Right. Um, but it doesn't seem like it. I think that's just he's just metaphorically speaking. He's just gonna come out in regular with guy liner or something. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So then we move on to. The pre-show matches for WrestleMania. Now, it looks like we're getting both Battle Royals and the Cruiserweight Finals on the pre-show. I was really fucking hoping that the Cruiserweight Final was going to make it on the the main show. Um, I think they've been doing a great job on 205 building that match. And I think uh, Drake Maverick has been stellar in kind of being the hype man for that. So I'm kind of bummed that that match didn't get a main 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 slot on the main show. Yeah, they they could have just switched it with the uh, the Orton gender match or one hundred percent. Even put the Bar versus Braun Strowman match down there. I, I could care less. Uh, I know it's it's bad to say, but yeah, it's like whatever. I, I, I've seen a taker down there. <laughs> 
No, I'm joking. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm just here to say hi. And then, you know, the bell rings and the bells toll. Well, so Tinker didn't show up, did he? No. So how is this even We'll get there. happening? We'll get there. I got a lot okay. to say about that shit. We'll, we'll get there. So, oh, Lord. So do you have any, um, any thoughts on who would win the Andre Battle Royal or the Women's Battle Royal? Fandango. Fandango. I'm going to go Rizango. with... I want both of them to win. You know what I mean? Like, Fandango. Can that happen? <laughs> I'm going to go with Matt Hardy in the in the Andre Battle Royal. Um, just because he's... Is that as a fan or is that as... As, you know what I mean? Is that a smart pick or is that like a, as a as a mark? Um, Kind of a combination of both because he's kind of the biggest name or biggest character in that match right now. So That's true. So I, I feel like... You know, there, there's a lot he can do with that once he wins the Battle Royal. Um, you know, everybody else just kind of seems like, you know, the the usual suspects. Except for, you know, Baron Corbin, who's already won the thing. You know, boy, that fucking guy's career. You know, wins the Battle Royal last year, wins Money in the Bank, loses Money in the Bank, and is back in the fucking Battle Royal again. Um, so I'm going with Matt Hardy on that one. Um, in regards to the women's match... It's either going to be Sasha or Bailey because that's honestly the, since they're not getting their own match, I, I feel like they're going to be the, the focus of the Battle Royal. Um, so I'm kind of swaying towards more Sasha, you know, screwing over Bailey and winning that match, thus, you know, leading to a, a program down the line. I, I th- hopefully it's Bailey and maybe it's Bailey throwing out Sasha at the end. I think that'll be perfect considering what they've done this year. Um, and also, I hope it's it's just those two in the ring, yeah. at least at the end, for at least, you know, five minutes. Yeah, so at least they get sort of a match. Yeah, they get, they work well together. And then uh, the Cruiserweight Finals, who are you picking? I, this is a tough one for me, because honestly, I would love to see either one win. Uh, you know, Cedric's kind of like been the guy who I was hoping would kind of make it through the tournament and win, but I, you know, Mustafa Ali's really kind of not only has has he been dope in the ring, but his promos have been so fucking solid lately. So I'm I'm kind of it's a toss up for me. I mean, I, I yeah. feel like they'll it's, go with Cedric, but for me, they can go either way, and I, I think it'll still be dope. I feel like a a Mustafa win would be the most interesting. Yeah, considering his background. Right. And like you say, his promos have been fantastic. Um, that being said, gosh, man, I still feel like Cedric has been the cornerstone of 205 as far as who delivers the best matches and uh, Next to Buddy Murphy. performing overall. <laughs> well, I mean, overall through its entirety, right? Like, sure. Cedric arguably has From been the, the MVP. Yep. And then not only that, you know, I, I almost feel like he still needs to be rewarded for his match with Kota. I still think about that match. Yeah, it's still surreal to me that 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 dude and Zack Saber Jr. Were, were part of that fucking tournament. I I don't even acknowledge Zack Saber Jr.'s CWC run anymore, <laughs> and, and and not even not for his performances, but more for his promos. For his, I tell Chupa Cake all the time about Zack's uh, his Harry, Harry Potter is not the only wizard from uh, <laughs> the UK, and it's like oh gosh. And they played that shit over and over and over again. They wouldn't let that shit die. Yeah, he referenced the dark arts. It was, I was like, oh man, stop. 
Now, look at him now. Yeah, you you compare him now to the guy who just won the New Japan Cup and had this fucking crazy match with uh with uh with Okada. You're like, is it? It's it's barely the same fucking dude at this point. Exactly. Um. So I'm gonna go with Cedric. Me personally, okay. I would not be surprised if they won with Mustafa. Though. Yeah, I'm hoping that at the very least, that's the last match on the pre-show. So at least there's asses and seats when it happens. Uh, right. Because I, I, I really, it's it. I'm gonna fucking be bummed out if that match goes on and there's nobody watching it because I feel like that's gonna be a, a good fucking match. Well, wasn't that the case for uh, Neville and Aries last year? Yeah. And those are arguably two world class performers too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm but hope- you know what? Uh-huh. This is kind of not sad, but um, gosh, man, it, it'll be it's it's going to be a chore for them to top uh, Buddy Murphy's uh, Buddy Murphy Callisto. That match, that match was, was like fun, that's man. probably one of the best two or five matches I've I've seen. And every week there's there's a match that stands out, and there stands out on that fucking show. And uh, I was saying uh, how that 205 champ was sincere. It was kind of surreal to me. I was like, are they really chanting this shit? Remember when they would chant it? It was kind of just to be ironic. Like, right. Oh, there was nothing you know? ironic about that cheer. No, this was like legit. Like people were amped. Uh, you know, the people that actually stayed, they were given a standing ovation. Yeah. I, Good I, things to come. I want to watch that match again. Um, all right, so this is where we get into the WrestleMania matches. Obviously, some of these will go pretty fast because, you know, who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> for starters, the U.S. Championship match, Orton versus Jinder versus Rusev versus Rude. Do you give a shit, and who do you see winning that one? Uh, you already know. If they don't give it to Rusev, if it's not fucking Rusev Day on Sunday, then they're tone deaf. They really are. They don't know what's going on. It's it. This match to me was was dead in the water, and could have been a pre-show match until they added Rusev. So I, I'm hoping yeah. that they go with Rusev with that one. Um. All right. After that, the Intercontinental Title match: Miz versus Balor versus Rollins. Now, this match will definitely be better than the match before it, but I'm gonna go with Balor on this one. Yeah, I hope it's Balor. Because uh, Rollins won their singles match, right? On Monday. Right. So, and WWE he... booking says Balor or Miz retains. But I hope it's Balor. He deserves it. Man, look, man. I'd be... I, any other scenario, I'd be okay with Miz retaining. But that that dude just had a kid and he needs to go spend some fucking bonding time. So give that dude some time off. God damn it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see here. So we got the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match between the Usos, New Day, New Day, and Bludgeon Brothers. Um, I, I, I think we're getting the Usos retaining in this one. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, New Day, but do you dare give Bludgeon Brothers the title just to establish them? They kind of need it the most. I mean, if if you put it on them, that at least they there's fresh mat, matchups for the titles, which you know, the, right there you have two different programs that you could go right into with the Bludgeon Brothers and the new or the. Wouldn't new that day be and, the rub of rubs? Yeah. 
you know, them beating this, them beating New Day and the Usos. Yep. But the reason why I'm going with the Usos is because I think that for the Raw Tag Team Championship match, anytime that you, anytime that, most times that you present a mystery partner, the titles usually switch hands. Mm. Um, so, you know, with the bar taking on Braun Strowman and player to be named later, um, I can see them flipping the titles just on, you know, mystery opponent alone. Um, so that's why I'm going with the Usos. But uh, in regards to Braun Strowman's partner, uh, you know, I've thrown, I've thrown out before that it would fucking make... To me, the only person that makes sense is James Ellsworth because of the connection that he did have with Braun Strowman. I don't know if anybody else makes sense for that position. Yeah. I mean, I've heard Bobby Lashley thrown out. Sure, but there's no real like, but it's like connection there. I've heard right. I've heard Joe, but Joe doesn't make sense because what connection does he have I, with Braun? Big I wouldn't show. mind Joe, honestly. If it was Joe, I'd be happy because he's missed. He really is. And he would get on the WrestleMania card. That, that would probably be the only reason why I would want to go that route is because at least it gives gives Joe a WrestleMania match and victory. But, it, it you know, storyline-wise, I, I don't feel like it makes much sense, though. Um, yeah. I mean, I've even heard... I mean, Bray they had a... They were kind of in the, the championship, like, clusterfuck a while back. Yeah. Braun, Brock, Roman, and, and Joe. Joe. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I guess that would be the connection, but um, yeah, I hear you. I mean, I mean, you, you, you know, the the other part of this is, you know, when we get to the main, you know, one of the main events, I, I can see Joe being part of either one of those championship main events as well. So you know, it's keeping him as a raw tag team champion going to stifle that as well. You know. Um. I don't know. I've heard Bray Wyatt as well, too, but I don't think that makes much sense either. Um, yeah, unless they're going way deep into the Wyatt family, but who cares at this point? Who cares? Like, I just want to see that dude repackaged at this point after that whole, you know, total deletion match. Um, uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte versus Asuka. I, I think it's a given who we're all picking. Yeah. It's, um, I think Asuka's undefeated streak needs to go on until they find someone who's at her level to beat her. Yeah. You know, um, and I feel like everyone's far away, you know? I almost want it to be somebody from NXT. It might have to be Kyrie. Uh, it, it they'll could... probably give it to Ronda, you know, in two years or a year, but I don't want them to. I don't, I don't think Ronda deserves it. I don't think she can catch up. As much as fucking Shayna Baszler can. Well, Shayna Baszler's already there. Give her about two years and she'll she'll be right there where she's going to be an interesting challenge to Asuka. I, w- I would much rather go that route. If they yeah. put Shayna Baszler in that, in that spot, even, like, even if she is a surprise entrant to the Royal Rumble next year and then gets the title match against Asuka, I'd love to see that. Like To me, that, that match... Screams main event more than Ronda Rousey, but I don't know what. Look, I don't know how fast she'll catch on. She's still a variable that that's kind of you know hit or miss. But and how I, strong is Oscar's character in that? 
remember when Charlotte was an NXT champion and and she seemed pretty invincible, right? Yeah. Like, and now seeing her in this match, she's she's I haven't seen her as an underdog, and she feels like an underdog, and it's like that's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, there's been something missing there, and I can't put my finger on it, but, um, you know, I I, I mean, mind you, I like this storyline more than I do the the Raw Women's Championship with uh, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax, where, you know, I don't... They've progressed so much in, in, in women's storylines that when they go back to the well with, like, oh, I just used her because she was fat and whatever... Like to me, it, it that just seems like, you know, booking from like five years ago. Um, I feel like they could have built up that match a lot better than they're doing right now, with fat right. fat shaming. Just, I mean, I think we're past that shit. Yeah, let Nia just you know be in this feud because she wants the title, right? You know, not because there was some hidden camera or the camera was left on, <laughs> right? And the audio was left on from the boom. Like, oh, it's I've like, been using on. her. She's fat. Um, whatever. Like, it's stupid. But you have to give the title to Nia, right? Like, let's yeah, just have I can two see them. I can see them flipping. Open. I can see them flipping both of the women's championships um, during WrestleMania. I mean, mind you, would it surprise me if they kept it on Alexa? No. Um, but I, I think it'd be a smart idea to, to flip both the women's titles um, that night. Now, I put it in here even though it hasn't been announced yet. But I got Cena and Taker. Now, fuck do I got a lot, a lot to say about this shit. Because I fucking hate so much of this angle. So much of this build. So much of this... Just everything. I, I fucking hate the the bullshit that they've had Cena doing to kind of antagonize The Undertaker. I fucking hate that it's now the go-home show of Raw is past, the SmackDown um, go-home show is past, and we're really going into WrestleMania not, quote-unquote, not knowing if we're going to get Taker versus Cena. I fucking hate everything about this fucking match. Well, I hate the fact that we never got the gong. Never got the gong, never got the lightning, never got the tease. Now, I understand that we don't live in the day of pay-per-view where, yeah, you would have announced this shit a while ago to get the pay-per-view buys. I mean, right now, you know, fucking on Raw, they made people feel like a retard if if you're paying for WrestleMania because they kept saying, you sign up now, WrestleMania's free. Sign up now, WrestleMania's free. Look, man, I've been signed up for this service since the get-go. Um, it's kind of insulting that you keep doing this shit where you're giving away free shit like this. Um, but with that said, I get that we're not trying to do pay-per-view buys. So they can take chances with not announcing a pretty decent-sized match with Undertaker and Cena. Do we get it at WrestleMania? Yeah, probably. Um, you know, it'll probably be where Cena comes out and he just is thanking the fans and doing some bullshit spiel. Then the gong, then that's when we'll get the gong, we'll get the entrance. We might not even get a match, honestly. They might just kind of have like a scuffle, which sets up for a match, which I don't know, I'm kind of okay with because does The Undertaker really need to wrestle WrestleMania anymore? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't think we need any more Undertaker matches at WrestleMania. So if they want to do a scuffle that 
you know, sets up a match at another pay-per-view, I guess I'm okay with it. And I'm and at that point, I'm guess I'm okay with the fact that they didn't officially give us this match. But I don't know, man. I if 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 there's any buildup on any of these matches, which I fucking hated the most, it's that one. Yeah, it absolutely did nothing for me. Just seeing uh, John John Cena beg, just uh, I don't know, was really and just, underwhelming. It was just bad. Least. It was so bad. Um. All right. Fuck that match. Let's move on. Um. Now the <laughs> the one match that actually has gotten probably the most storyline to it. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. This feud has been going on for a long fucking time. And I think what's added to it, obviously, is, is Daniel Bryan making his return. But I got to say, I don't think that you could have planned a better a better match without, having, without knowing if this guy was ever going to get back in the ring or not. Like, they really lucked out with that announcement, which built up that match even more. Yeah, I, gosh, I marked out so hard. I, I haven't marked out that hard in, in so long um, when that was announced. And uh, I think that might be the match I'm looking forward to most. Do you think, do you think Brian gets the reaction of the night? Um, yeah, he has to. But you know what? I'm, I'm just really worried that uh, they're not going to put this on last. I, I mean, they wouldn't dare not put this on last, right? I don't know. My gut says they don't put it on last. I, I honestly think that my gut is that they put the Universal Championship at the end, which I prefer they wouldn't, but I, I feel like that that's what they're going to go because they want to put Poster Boy on the poster, you know? Oh, and then send uh, UFC Boy home on the last match. Right. Yep. That's... It's stupid. I don't know. I mean, are you trying to appeal to... I mean, I guess it is for the casual fans. Yeah. But it's like for your hardcores, you know, either they do Dan O'Brien last or AJ Nakamura last, but... I mean, if it was up to me, I would put AJ Nakamura last. I, I, I always prefer when, when the championship match is at the end, but to me, that's the match to, to go out with. You know, you're going to get people shitting on the Universal Championship match because it's pretty predictable... On who the fuck's going to take that. There's no way that they leave the title on Lesnar. And do some other sort of fuck finish somewhere else. Well, Roman's winning the title. And getting the fireworks. Yeah and then especially considering. You know the news today. That he's going to go back to the UFC. Like it's a done deal. So yeah. And even with that news. He's still going to be cheered. Yep. Yep. 100%. So obviously we, we think Roman's gonna win that one. Um what about uh Rhonda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Hunter and Steph? You know what? I just want Rhonda to do well. Yeah. I you don't know what I mean. I think it'll be a rough go, but I you know, as long as they keep things short and to the point, you know, and let and let uh Angle do most of the heavy lifting to the hot tag to Rhonda, I think they could get away with something decent there. Yeah, just just have her do her throws, and then you know one of those one of them uh, Hunter stuff taps out to an armbar. I'm good. 
Yeah. Nothing more. I the one the one part I'm most curious about Ronda isn't so much this match is after like who do you put her, what's her first program after this shit you know like do you do another match with Steph or do you move her on to like you know wrestling Mickey James or I don't know Dana Brooke or I don't know somebody on that fucking roster on Raw you know um I'm gonna say save her for the big shows. And she could just come out and talk. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then have somebody mess with her. And she'll face them at SummerSlam. You know, just keep her off pay-per-views. Let her develop. It's not fair to her to... Or anybody else, for that matter. For her to be on every pay-per-view. Just the major ones. So, Maybe. So you think you think that the, instead of her being like a weekly attraction, that they'll 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 keep her a special attraction... With kind of sprinkling sprinkling her in here and there, yeah, they got to let her develop. Okay, you know. Okay. And the last match, at least for for us, it is um, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, I've been a little overwhelmed with the build up to this match, but I think it's because I think they're just banking on everybody wants to see this fucking match. Gosh, you know, as much as I want Shinsuke to win, I kind of want AJ to win just to get, just to even uh, even up the um, the count. Really? You know, Shinsuke has one win, and then AJ should get his win, and then let there be a rubber match down the line. You know, because they're acknowledging that they they faced each other before, right? And then, uh, you know, I don't know. So, in regards to the main card, not counting the pre-show, not counting anything going on the the rest of the time there, which match do you think is the best match of this card, of the WrestleMania card? As far as what, match quality, match of the night? Or match just, quality, uh, match of the night. Um, it should be AJ Nakamura. Um, but, you know, and then... I think we were talking about what what's going to be the sleeper match. Yep. But uh, is there really a sleeper match considering the performers on it? Like, like yeah, Oscar and Charlotte could possibly be match of the night. That wouldn't be a sleeper to me, right? Because if it did get, it'd be like, oh, I'm not surprised. And then yeah. also, uh, you know, Owen Zane versus uh, Dan and Brian and Shane. It's like Shane's a good performer. Yeah. So if that's match of the night, that's that's not a sleeper for me either. Yeah. Um, so if anything, the true sleeper matches are going to be like Bliss versus Nia, or even um, the Ronda match. You know what I mean? Like if she performs well, then it's going to be gangbusters. Yeah. Because the uh, the Miz triple threat that should arguably be match of the night as well. Sure, especially after this match that uh, Rollins and uh, and Balor had on Monday, which was pretty solid. So what do you think? I don't know. Um, I'm hoping for AJ Nakamura, but like you said, I can I can see pretty much anything. Like, I, I think the best match that happens on Sunday might be the pre-show match, but if we're just sticking to to the main the main card, I'm hoping for AJ Nakamura to be the uh, the sh- not only the main event but the show stealer of the night. Yeah, I, I, I hope so. I, I think WrestleMania is going to be a roller coaster. 
It really is. I, I think we're going to have some really great matches, and then there's going to be some like underwhelming matches as well. How do you how do you feel about the build up to this WrestleMania compared to past um, years? Well, I'm intrigued by some matches. Mm-hmm. I, I like I said, it's like a roller coaster. It's like the build up to to Cena's appearance is like, what the hell is that? And then the angle for Bliss and Nia, it's like, you know, it's it's horrible. Yeah. But then there's Charlotte Asuka. That's like. Yeah, I want to see this. And then, uh, you know, the Owens and Zayn storyline is pretty damn good. So and then I like what the SmackDown, uh, the SmackDown tag team division has been doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think I think that the best, like I said earlier, the best built match um, to me building to this card has been um, – Shane and 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 Brian versus Owens and Zayn, which is interesting. With you know when you hear what the early incarnations of that match were, um, you know with with uh, you know first you know hearing that Owens and Zayn were going to have a match together, and then hearing that Owens and Zayn were just going to be part of the battle royal, and then Owens and Zayn were going to be in a triple threat with Shane, and then up to what it's built up to now, where you know. Daniel Bryan is part of the equation, which just brings the stock of that match up. So I think <clears throat> for me that as much as I'm hoping match of the night for AJ Nakamura, I feel like that's the match I'm more intrigued about is the the, the Bryan the the Daniel Bryan return to the ring. Yeah, I just want to see Daniel Bryan just do all of his greatest hits. Yeah. Versus either or. And then um just not the suicide dive out to the to the outside. <laughs> right. Please then, don't. You know, yeah, I want to see Deanna Bryan and Sami Zayn interact. Oh, I want man. to see them wrestle. That's and, that's going to be amazing. And then I, I just want to see, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan and AJ, Daniel Bryan and Nakamura. I mean, you fucking name it. I want to watch all those matches. That would be the first thing I'd, I'd, I'd put on is, is Daniel Bryan Nakamura. Yeah. Like, for SummerSlam, you know, before Daniel Bryan goes to All In. No, <laughs> whoops spoilers so overall i gotta say man it, it's it's it seems like it's gonna be pretty good shit starting tomorrow thursday um with with this card i i it's or the you know the starting off with uh the matt riddle show all the way to wrestlemania i, I feel like there's something for everybody um and i feel like this weekend or this WrestleMania week has stood out more than ever with just the amount of talent that's in town in New Orleans for uh, all these shows. Gosh, well, I heard this, uh, someone proposed this idea on, on Twitter. Could this weekend happen without WrestleMania, with all the indie companies getting together and uh, in doing an, another type of weekend like this, but without WrestleMania? Like but a- it's like... Coachella Fest kind of weekend. Yeah, but it's like... I don't know. You, you kind of need the glue. And to me, WrestleMania and, and you know, the WWE are kind of the glue to all this happening. Yeah, but it's funny, though. I mean, we have met people that really just do the indie thing and not go to WrestleMania. But, like, yeah, even if you don't go to WrestleMania, there's still something about it that makes this the Super Bowl weekend for... For pro wrestling, yep, and not not only that, but 
even if somebody were to organize a whole weekend of the indie shows with all the big stars from the indies, um, without WrestleMania, I don't know if I could afford to go to both. Because you know, no matter what, people are still going to piggyback on WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. They they used to do that, what was it, WrestleCon or whatever it was called, out here right. once a year. And they had a bunch of indie shows. And, you know, it got pretty full. But at the end of the day, you know, it wasn't WrestleMania level. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, I think it would be huge now. But, you know, I'm just saying it's like, it's not sustainable for fans. No. I don't know if anybody who could afford to, to do you know, three or four day trips out just to watch wrestling twice a year. Yeah. Depending on what cities uh, they're in. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. So, um, I guess that's pretty much it. I mean, I will, we'll try and do a show after NXT on, uh, on Saturday. And if we've watched anything on these other cards at that point, and obviously we'll do another show, um, after WrestleMania. Um, or are we going to talk about Sakura Genesis? Let's talk about Sakura. We got 10 <laughs> minutes. We got 10 minutes to talk about Sakura Genesis. What did you watch on that show? Okay, actually, uh, I'm even, I'm sorry, I'm actually going to flip the script. Did we already talk about last night's 205 Live, the, the Callisto Buddy Murphy match? Yeah, we kind of touched on that, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we touched on it already. Yeah, okay. I was just going to say, I want to go back to that and just say how good it was. That, that was. That'll definitely be in a lot of lists this year. Yeah, and like I said, I'll probably go back and watch that one a couple more times. Um, all right, Sakura Genesis. Uh, did you watch the whole show? I haven't watched the whole show. I watched the Bucks match. I watched the um, Chaos and Suzuki Gun match, the Bullet Club match, um, the, uh, the uh, Suzuki Gun taking on... Um, Los Ingobernables, Yeah. Right? I watched that okay, one. Okay, so you saw the second half of the show pretty much, right? Yeah, pretty much the second half. The one the one match I have not watched yet, believe it or not, is the Osprey Marty match and the um, the Bullet Club taking on the Golden Lovers. But I did watch Okada versus Saber so far. Oh, well, you know, honestly, a lot of people are throwing out uh, Osprey and Marty Skrull as, you know, a match of the year candidate. But for me, the match of the night was definitely Okada Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. That was just, you know, it's funny when you think about um, his new Japan Cup run. Uh, ZSJ has just been performing out of his mind. And I like how every one of his matches has been different. Yeah. And this match was also uh, different with Okada kind of like, Countering him move for move, and then sometimes even having the upper hand when it came to submission moves. Yeah, like that was something to see. Um, and they yeah, got a lot of really time. good. They got a lot of time on that match too. Yeah, and, and I think that was to their benefit. Yeah, one hundred percent. Seeing what else they could do with each other's moves and how they would counter them, and my goodness, I don't know who has better placement putting their drop kicks in matches when it comes to Okada or Suzuki. Like Suzuki, they both do them at the right time. Like you least expect it, but they get it at the right time. They don't just throw it out there. You know what I mean? Like sometimes Cody will just 
do his beautiful disaster kick for no reason. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you should kind of save that and yeah. make it something major instead of just doing it like in the first five minutes of your match. Yeah, Okada's, Does that make sense? Yeah, and Okada's drop kicks are just fucking beautiful. I mean, like, he fucking really just has a solid fucking drop kick. Yeah, and they're always put at like some point in the match where it like shifts momentum. And surprises you. Uh, I think it's incredible how he does that. Yeah, this was a... So I'd be... Go ahead. So far, this was... I mean, like I said, I haven't finished the card just yet. Um, but thus far, it's been a pretty decent card. You act like you have a family and you're raising a daughter or something. Fucking... Like, it's on. so hard with so much fucking shit on the TV, <laughs> man. Like, well, and, and the worst of all is is when I'm trying to watch this and it's late... You know, because normally, like, you know, late on a Friday night or a Saturday night is when I get to watch this shit, and I'm doing the head bobbing, sleeping shit. I'm like, all right, I'm stopping this now because I'm missing the match. I'll just watch it some other time. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the reason why it's taking me so long to get through that card. So yeah, this might be uh, crazy to say, but I I, I actually like um, the Buddy Murphy Callisto match more than uh well i I don't want to quantify them Mm -hmm. but i found myself just being more entertained yeah by callisto buddy perfect i'm curious to know where that match stands after this weekend is done oh i don't even know it's like i couldn't even tell you what could possibly be the match of the weekend I feel like something will something will happen and one of those matches will be a, a match of the year candidate um, it's just a matter of what show that ends up being on. Yeah, and not through, you know, any outrageous stunts or anything, but just pure wrestling. Pure wrestling and storyline. I, I have no idea. Like, um, <clears throat> every card, almost every card has a possible match of the weekend candidate, and then also, you know, will probably be considered for match of the year. It's crazy. Yep. I'm excited. It's um, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, it's so funny though. It's like uh, Chupa Kiko and I will we'll spend over you know we'll spend a hundred or so on dinner, but then when it comes to subscribing to some wrestling for like ten dollars, I'm like, oh man, I don't know. And it's like I really should <laughs> just uh, drop my wallet and, and and just order a few things this weekend. Yeah, I'm tempted to order a few things as well. I just don't know which way I'm going to go yet, but I have a yeah. feeling that I'll, I'll, you know, and also depending on time, I, I feel like I'll be doing the same thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess the the WWN route is the way to go yeah. since they, they have so many shows underneath the umbrella. Yeah, but I just I, hope I I've been know, wanting to pay know. for progress as well, so... so it's 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 a it's a catch twenty two. Well, that's on it though. That's part of it. Is it? Yeah, for just this weekend only. Oh. Yeah, you could watch those shows. I think they're being offered on WWN. Oh shit! Well, then maybe that's the way to because, go. Because you know they have some of their talent on there, so I think that's part of the deal. Yeah. All right. Well, fuck it. Let's wrap it up, man. We got like three minutes before this thing cuts out on me, but uh, yeah, we're looking forward to these shows, and we'll have more shows. At the end of the week, once we get some more, um, when we get some of these shows um, said and done. Um, until then, I'm Mascara de Fuego. And I am Gray Puma. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until all are one.